0: Yeah, welcome back to the show. Racing HQ Saturday, about to focus on Rose Hill, the Sydney meeting today. Steve Ralton is with us now from the stewards panel. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Luke. What have you got for us today?
1: Um, Yeah, we've got several there. Race three, number seven, Burundana. uh, Runner-up in a similar race a fortnight ago at uh, Royal Randwick. uh, was held up from the 400 until after the 200 metres, so it was a little bit unlucky. Um, going to race 7, number 4 Noble Conqueror uh, uh, played up a little bit in the gates, jumped awkwardly and lost about 3 lengths at the start as he has a tendency to do Um, but moreover was held up from the 300 metres to the 100 uh, in the straight before he could uh, obtain clear running and um, in race 8 number 12, Barbies Fox um, I've heard you mention it earlier, held up for clear running from the 400 to the 250, then uh, had a had a, uh, a dip for a run near the 150 but was disappointed and had to be steady and then in that incident was accidentally struck across the nose by the whip of another rider and didn't really get clear running until about the 100 metres.
0: OK. So there's a couple for Rose Hill today. Um, looking forward to getting out there, Steve? Uh, for sure, as we all are. Yeah, mate, springtime. It's just around the corner, isn't it? Yes, yes. All the good horses will be back soon. So, uh, yeah, exciting times ahead. Have a good day, Steve. Thanks, Luke. There's Steve Ralton from the Racing New South Wales Stewards Panel, and a uh, good day of racing there at Rose Hill today. We're about to do the the full preview. Ron Duffy uh, will join me, and is in fact back with us on the line. Duff, as I say, good morning to you again. Uh, welcome back. Uh, good to have you back from a freshen up, and we're about to dive into this thick card, aren't we?
2: Yep, looking forward to it uh, with Brody this morning, and hopefully we can find a few winners. Brady Nixon's alongside me in the studio this morning. Brady, good morning to you.
3: Good morning, Luke. Good morning, Duff. Good morning, everyone. Yes, it's a very interesting card of racing. I think there's a fair few winners to be found as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, there is, mate. Andrew Hurley chimes in, mate. You're licking the wounds this morning after South got rolled last night. Gee, uh, the ball handling, what was doing? Oh, rapidly. Oh, in. mate, we won't play as bad as
4: that <laughs> on grand final day, mate. So, um, yeah, just a uh, speed hum of the grand
2: final highway.
0: Sorry for rubbing that in, Duff.
2: No, 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 you go for your life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything to stir up. You guys know I'm
0: a Broncos fan, uh, so I thought uh, we were pretty good. But yeah, Hells, up. I'm sure you guys will be there come the, come yeah, the no, it's
4: disappointing. It was disappointing last night, I can't hide from that. But um, yeah, Broncos, real deal. So uh, yeah, but plenty of twists and turns uh, to come, no doubt, between now and, uh, and Grand Final Bay. Uh, toughish meeting here this afternoon at Rose Hill. Got a couple of uh, horses as a result of a couple of scratchings have tightened in, but, um, yeah, no doubt uh, we're going to need
0: Brody and Duff's uh, help to uh, to find a few winners. Absolutely, mate. Well, let's uh, launch into this Rose Hill program, and we kick off with the Midway Handicap. It's over 1,300 metres hurls, and uh, talk us through the market here.
4: All right, mm-hmm. night comes out. Deduction's zero, and also Rani factor zero. leaves us with... A, uh, a true market here, six dollars to six fifty, back to six dollars. So am I. Diamond Diesel, the favourite, three seventy to three sixty, back to three seventy. Twenty six to thirty four for Bluff and Bluster. Different strokes at thirty four. Thirty four for Zorro Cat. Nosy Parker ten. Nine dollars. Electrica. Cream Rises. Uh, Thirteen went up twenty six for Cream Rises. Danny Beasley comes to town to ride it. Uh, we've got eight fifty to nine fifty Sumo Star, uh, smart little miss eight fifty to nine fifty back eight fifty ten dollars a ticker's dream Dreamer deal at twelve dollars. Well, uh, Diamond D's all pretty popular, but uh, yeah, cream rises. The money went on early for it twenty six dollars now into thirteen.
0: Now, excuse my ignorance, but who's going to provide our maps this morning, Duff? Have you uh, have yep. you had a look at a map? Here uh, here? Yep, I've got yep. a
2: map here if you want it. I- Please. Obviously, Zora Cat's a a go-forward horse. You've got Sumo Star, Diamond Diesel, Box Seat, Tinker's Lad has got work to do from the wide draw. Um, Different strokes won't be too far away from the inside. Look, I like Diamond Diesel here. Just such a genuine horse, and he never runs bad. Gets the right run, and I think um, he's just sure to be in the finish today. He's just missed the consistency. The one I'm most wary of is Smart Little Miss, She's a nice um, enough mare. She's going to peak third up now. She comes out of that Omni Man Attili races. So, although two midweek races, she comes out of. I I think she's primed to be a, a real little knockout chance here today. Uh, Of the others, really good long shot here. I'd love to get a push for different strokes. Um, This is a horse that has had a lot of ability. Didn't quite come up last preparation and obviously he's had issues having the 406 days off but his two prep trials have been quite good so from that barrier 1 i think he's got a little fluke's chance at massive odds and electrica is fourth pick uh, just held up at a vital stage last time and probably should have beaten so am i and obviously a little bit better off at the weight so
3: i am 3115 and 8 for Beautiful me, though. race number one, Diamond Diesel on top. I'm seeing it awfully similar to Duffer as well. 3, 11, 2, and 10. Diamond Diesel. The Blinkers went on last start at Randwick. It was a good win from the front as well. I'm expecting them to take a sit. This horse has got really strong form between the 1,200 and 1,400 metres, and smack bang in the middle, 1,300, should suit this horse down to the ground as well. With good speed outside, should posse up nice and handy behind the speed, and you get that young man, Dylan Gibbons, in the saddle from gate number three. Ticks all the boxes. Duff highlighted Smart Little Miss. This horse is absolutely airborne this campaign. She was outstanding chasing Omni men in insurrection over the 1,000 metres. Stepped up to the 1300 behind O'Tilly. Now, that form wasn't franked last week, but O'Tilly was really dominant from the front. Smart Little Miss only got out late on a day. The track was deteriorating. She hit the line really strongly, and as Duff mentioned, she's going to peak this afternoon. So Am I, the big qualms is the map. The rail right out here this afternoon at Rose Hill shouldn't suit this horse at all, but he's racing really well. He recorded a well-deserved victory last start and Sumo Star, the opposite to So Am I. I continue to underrate this horse, but he's going to put himself in the perfect spot under Jason Collett. 3, 11, 2 and 10.
2: Another couple of horses I wanted to mention there is obviously Cream Rises, who's come in for the support. He, old he looked very good early on, and that market move from Wednesday has to be taken note of. And I didn't, I was treating it as a scratching with no rider, but Dream Deal's trial um, for a staying type of horse was outstanding. So I, I'm quite interested in Dream Deal there as well, just for multiplayers. Okay,
0: Uh, thanks for that, Duff. And recapping your numbers, 3, 11, 5, and 8 for our viewers on Sky Thoroughbred Central and Sky Racing 1 who can see those graphics. Darren Flindell goes bang early here with a special. Number 11, smart little miss on top for Darren to beat 8, 3, and 2. Race number two, Hurls, is a 1,200-metre race, and uh, you can talk us through the market here, and I'll I'll do it in this order, guys. I'll get Hurls to do a market, uh, Duff to give us a map, and then we'll come back in here to the studio for Brody's selections, and then we'll get Duff's selections on the other side of Brody. But Hurls, take it away for race number hey, two. I'm, I'm-
2: Just writing that down, so I'm up first It's like it's like giving an apprentice the instructions. (laughs) Hey, can someone can someone ring Warner Brothers? I'll write them a script. I'll write a script for them.
3: (laughs) Just don't go too quick,
0: early hurls. I want you to save a little bit for the last four hundred meters, all right. Make sure you get the tempo right. And don't make him over race. Duff's first up here. I don't want you putting the pressure on early and getting him on the bridle, right? (laughs) No
4: worries. All right, <laughs> two cents the win, zero the place. Cathedral Cove, House of Cards, two by one, and two cents the wins. Los Padres, uh, inhibitions is a three dollar ninety chance. Opened up at three seventy this morning. Now we went up as much as uh, six fifty for it. I don't know if there was fat fingers involved there, but that was pretty uh, healthy price. Thirteen to fifteen, Extreme Spirit, Ukebanar is a four dollar eighty chance out from four twenty three missile defense. The chocolate is a $41 chance. 13, listen to Zoops. Uh, Taomina is our favourite. 270 to 230. 10 to 11, Miss Gent. And rewarding Bell, a $71 chance. Best back runners are Inhibitions and Taomina. Now into 230, which seems pretty short. But uh, as I said, Inhibitions went up as much as 650 on Wednesday afternoons.
2: Uh, Taomina looks the likely leader. Uh, probably that tells you about the... Uh uh, the firm up this morning with the scratchings You've got rewarding bells Got a little bit of speed there the, Then you got inhibitions I thought could uh, take up the box seat Right on the favourites back And then little question marks uh, Like chocolate from a good draw uh, It can race well And I don't know where to map Miss Ghent Without a recent trial
3: Yeah, the favourite on top for me here, 10-1-3-8. I love Taumina's first up debut win there at Warwick Farm. She ran time, went out much quicker than the boys, came home quicker as well. It was a deteriorating track throughout the day, but when you compare the times, even making adjustments with the slightly... Deteriorating track, mina has gone extremely well. Arctic Lemma, the filly she beat, I've got plenty of time for. I think that horse is a really nice one on the up. And Mina has the fitness base to roll forward, dictate from the front, and I think she's going to be awfully hard to beat. Inhibitions now... That money just continues to firm every couple of hours. She just winds in a couple a point or a tiny bit, and she's trailed up extremely well. They stretched her over the mole in the Listed Fernhill Stakes at the end of last campaign. She overraised horribly. She did a lot wrong. Put a line through that. But her form lines before that were really good. As Duff mentioned, I think she's going to box seat just behind this favourite, and she's going to get a chance. She might need one run under a belt, As mentioned, Taumina is rock hard fit. Fuka talk about a go on debut. Three sixty to a dollar. Sixty. This gallop was heavily backed at Eagle Farm. Beat a horse called Tiger's raw who I've got a bit of time for. Ran really well behind Estriella, who looks a very nice horse heading to the spring. And listen to Zoo, best of the rest. 10-1-3-8 for me, Duff.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty keen on number one Inhibition. She comes out of uh, proper form rather than a midweek Warwick Farm maiden. Um, loved the two trials. Hasn't been let go at all. Um, look, I don't think I don't say she's any going to be any star of the spring, but I think this is a lovely start off race for her. And with that little <clears throat> little claim for Zach, I think she gets uh, gets on the favourites' back, peels off it when she sprints, and I think she nabs her. Tamina's the obvious danger, and money speaks all languages. Two dollars thirty. She's obviously well fancied. Now Miss Gent, um, these horses from Canberra don't usually have official trials. They have their unofficial jump out, so no guide and hard to assess. But I like what she did in her two runs winning that Federal Maiden and then coming to the Bale U last preparation where she was pretty good. So she's a bit of a dark horse here, Miss Gent. And I'll throw in Fikibana. Um Yeah, yeah the, the SP profile speaks for itself. And um, being by Dundee, he's a cult with obviously upside. Keen on one, one, ten, eleven, and three.
0: Darren Flindell's numbers uh, for race two, ten, three, one and eight. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. And I probably shouldn't read this, but I'm going to. I uh, just got a text here, boys, from Dave. Um, I it's not Stanley, I don't think, but a text on the text line. Going from Anthony to Luke is like a current affair to Sesame Street.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, that's, that's pretty good, Dave, uh, i got to say. Just
0: call me Elmo. Call me Elmo. <laughs> race, race number three, not bad. Uh, highway 1,500 metres. Talk us through the market, hills.
4: Yeah, we've got uh, six scratchings here, but it's only the one deduction. That's for passionate rebel two by three. The titled tycoon aim point, Jenny Gow, leggy point, girl's best friend all come out with zero deduction, as per usual. Wide open market. Eagle is our favourite. Murray Dunsack Lloyd four dollars, eleven dollars acidity. We've got eleven dollars for Sea Haven Spitfire eighteen. 26, Dancer in the Dark. Burundana is actually the joint favourite here, or Burundana. Uh, it was well back last start. Went are second behind Chase by Crown, uh, so they've come up again into it. Well, it opened up at $6. $10 for Barradas. Competition's $41. six fifty. Chase by Crown. Moonreader used to... Yeah, well, with Tim Ma- Martin now. Uh, 31 when the market first went up. It's 19 now. $51, nullify. Dubai Showgirl, 151 $11 for Aljamain. Shafty, $101. Not the busiest race trade-wise. Eaglemont, Durandana, and also Moonreader would be the three best back-runners, but as I said, uh, not jumping our trees to have a bet here at this stage.
2: Yep, Assiduity should lead at 1,500 metres, should stride across from that wide draw and showing really good gate speed and lead. Uh, Dubai Showgirl gets a good push across from uh from him then you got what do we got here we got seahaven's got a bit of uh, sorry uh uh, yeah seahaven's got a little bit of speed to box seat from that inside draw and nullifies the other one that's got a little bit of speed with Danzer in the dark
3: one seven eleven and twelve for me eagle it's not very often you get it back genuine metropolitan saturday form lines benchmark grade in a highway, and we can do that this afternoon. I think the only reason why this horse isn't a clear favourite is just gate number one, but I'm going to back Zach Lloyd to get the job done there from the inside gate. And the key thing with this Galloper it's a Class 3 set weights level. So with the claim, he drops down to 575 kilograms. He's really well in. He was awesome behind Brigantine first up at Dooman. sensational run from the back there in a very good Class 3 up in Queensland. I don't know how he didn't win last start. And looking back to last campaign, he's a benchmark 70 winner at Sandown Hillside down in Victoria. Brings all the right form lines, ticks all the boxes for mine. Just need a back Zack to get the right passage there from the inside gate. Hopefully he lands a little bit closer, but if the gaps do come. I expect him to be winning. Dan is the only danger for mine. Should peak here third up this afternoon. 1,500-metre suits. Tough watch last start. Jason Collett sticks aboard, and it's going to get a clear passage from the draw as well. Chase My Crown got the job done for deserved win last start. And Moon Reader... Love the way this horse is going. Its two runs, his campaign, have been outstanding. As Hurl's mentioned, very well tried. The one query is the 1,500 metres and also the map here at Rose Hill this afternoon. But at $19, you can understand why people are specking it. 1, seven, eleven, 11 and 12 for me.
2: I'm going with Burundana. I think he's got upside being only so lightly raced, only having had the eight starts. He should have won second up, third up peaking. You go back to his form last prep, it was all leading into the championships with the, the Albury placing behind Bianco Valano and then he went to the, the wild card and run well. That has to be good highway form. And his two runs back in the highways have been excellent. So he gets <coughs> his opportunity today. I think Baraday's pretty well tied to the hip with him from... Uh, uh, I think he's working up to another highway win and he appears um, in good enough form. And has to be in the mix I think a good long shot Although the wide draw is Spitfire I love the way he savaged the line Winning over an unsuitable distance there First up at Goulburn And um, he was very good in a highway run Last preparation behind Amaranth So I just feel He's the forgotten horse in the market, probably because of the wide draw. No knock on Eaglemont, just heart-in-your-mouth stuff. Barrier one, getting back in uh, beyond midfield. So it needs a few little breaks in the run. 7, 8, 4 and 1. Those are the thoughts of Ron Duffy
0: For Darren Flindell in race number three, he's Eaglemont as well. One to beat, seven, Barundana, 11, Chase My Crown. Uh, Darren's got the, uh, the trifecta from the lead up race, uh, Barundana and Chase My Crown, or the Quinella, I should say, from the lead up race, uh, certainly in the tips, that highway of two weeks ago. But Eaglemont's got the different form, doesn't he? One, seven, 11, and three there for Darren in race number three at Rose Hill. Onwards we march to race number four, 2400 metres here, hurls, a benchmark 78.
4: Welsh legend comes out, two cents the win, zero the place. Wanga two cents the win, zero the place. Man behind the money, our favourites. It's been well-tried all week. It's 2.40, just down from 2.20 this morning, however. $9 Kirby, so United, $6. Waheen Toa, four sixty dollars 60 into 4 dollars seven fifty to 8 for Union Gap. Mageean, 21, 13 Wanga and spoke to Rajiv at $26. Suspects that the drift, look, it's 2.20 at 2.40, Will you get $3? Possibly not, but it'll depend on the support for Wahine Tower, which it does look like it's got good credentials for this stuff.
2: Uh, yep, uh, the speed here is obviously man behind the money if he wants to stroll forward. It all depends if So United wants to hand up. If not, he takes a sit behind him. Union Gap likes to roll forward, and Wanganui was forward the other day as
3: well. Four, three, one, and 2 for me, Wahini Toa. I've got this Gulliver on top. Third up into the campaign. It's the set-up to win. He was very well tried coming down to Randwick last start over the 2,600 metres following a very good run first up at Flemington. Narrowly defeated Shire. then. It was big odds on that occasion. First up over the 2,000 metres. He ran well. Outlandos blew the whistle with a beautiful ride up the inside to take the race out that day. Now he does rise up in weight, but he gets the senior jockey Jason Collard aboard from Gate number one should enjoy a beautiful run in transit just behind the speed. And as mentioned, this is the setup for him to win. So United racing very well. Wood will put itself in the race as always. A replication of his run behind Cadre Noir last year will go awfully close to winning this. And he brings those Faulkner Park form lines, which look to be standing up very nicely, heading into the spring. Man behind the money, I can see this favorite i've taken on a host of times, and he continues to burn me as well. Two dollars forty is a bit too short, the big query twenty four hundred meters, but no doubt he's going to enjoy a beautiful run just behind the speed and get <laughs> Zach Lloyd and Kirkaby be best of the rest, four, three, one, and two.
2: yeah, man behind the money for me i'm expecting a better price. I like the horsey. He's a proven weight carrier. He won with the 63 starts back, placed with 61.5 and carried 59.5 the other day. So he's adaptable and I still think he's got upside. And that little claim helps. I think the danger is Wahini Toa. Uh, he's sure to run the distance out stronger than most here. Just that eight kilo rate weight rise has got me thinking. Um, big step, big, that's a big um, step up in the weights. Obviously a little drop in class, but... Uh, He's still the danger. Union Gap, he's in the right stable for stayers, we know that, and he's ready for 2,400 again. And Kirkaby, another one, working up to another win, fourth up now at home, expect a strong showing. 1, 4, 6 and 2. Let's see what Darren likes in the staying race, uh, race 4. He's man behind
0: the money as well. 1, 4, 6 and 3 for Darren there in race number 4. Race five today is over the twelve hundred meters, a benchmark seventy eight, and a few scratchings here. Uh, the field's been knocked around a little bit. Uh, Brudenell uh, is pretty short hurls.
4: Yeah, it is as a result of those scratchings, as you said. Uh, Spaceboy comes out three by three, eight by eight, Expresso, Acapella, some six by seven, Holy Tycoon, and twice as special. Uh, Zilch. Brudenell now the favourite two thirty this morning. So good, so cool. Seven fifty. Yuan is a $14 chance, 18 rising, Guevara 460 550 for Watergo, and it's in from 650 this morning, and O Tycoon at $7. So, uh, short enough now as well, Brudenel, and again, like uh, the previous uh,
2: favourite, I suggest that may
4: get out fractionally.
2: Yeah, well, he looks um, with Spaceboy and Espresso out, he looks the solo leader there, Brudenel. Uh Rising does have speed. Um, so it's the chaser or even uh, the contester for the lead, and then you can you can dream up whatever you want to dream up after that. Um, there's a couple there could race closer from, from better draws, but uh, the map says the favourite and rising are the only two pretty well-go-forward
3: horses. And Brudenell's a special for me this afternoon. 2, 8, 12 and 4. This horse is going to absolutely dominate. When I was doing the form on Wednesday evening, I looked at Space Boy. I saw no jockey booked, and I checked racing New South Wales for any noms, and he wasn't nommed anywhere, but I double-checked on Riser and there he popped up up in Queensland with a jockey booked as well, and that was the stamp I especially needed from the map because Brudenell's is going to roll forward. He's going to dictate, and he brings some really nice form lines after defeating Wave Rider Boy first up at Rose Hill. Ran strongly alongside Insurrection last start when running second. 1,200 metres. He's going to have to be strong, but he gets all the favours in front, And if he's ever going to run it out very strongly on a Saturday, today will be the day. $2.30, $2.30, I think a fair price. I'd love to get a little bit better. I can't see him getting too much shorter, especially below the even money, but Tim Clark aboard, he ticks all the boxes for mine. What a ghost. I'm confident this horse is going extremely well. He might just need to get a little bit further, maybe 13, 1,400 metres third up. He was good first up off a couple of hot trials, and I'm really keen on this Galloper later on this campaign. O Tycoon, since being gelded, hit the line strongly a host of occasions. Has had some bad draws. Over race bad last start, but gets its chance with a low draw and Rachel King and Huon. Richard Litt, I'm confident he's got this former Godolphin Galloper going really well. Has a horrible setup this afternoon, but keep an eye on it for its next start. 2, 8, 12, and 4, a special for me and Brudenel.
2: Yeah, look, it's taken a bit of a different complexion with five scratchings and only seven runners, but uh, I, I think Wadigas, I know I might be going off one run too soon, but uh, the 1200 suits him better than 11. And he was a leader um, when he got up to the you know the fifteen hundreds and whatever last preparation. So I'm, I'm hoping Jason Collett gives him a dig in the ribs and and sort of gets behind Brudenell Brudenel here because uh, I think he did enough first up to suggest that he's going to improve second up. I think the dangers are so so good so cool. He's had a few excuses last start and the previous two city wins up, appear. Pretty good, so I think he's over the odds No knock on Brudenel, especially now that you know he gets probably gets com- complete control And he's just drawn to map so, so, so well So, no knock And Javara was in a world of pain with his racing style But now there's only seven runners in this race This horse has got a really big finishing sprint on him and I know the seven metre rail concerns, but we may be overplaying that without seeing a race. Eight, three, two, and seven. Let's get uh, Darren Flindell's thoughts. A brood and L for Darren.
0: Number two to beat twelve o oh, Tycoon. Eight, what he goes. And number three, so good, so cool there in race number five on the program. Race six, Rose Hill, next. And let's have a look at this race. We've got 1,200 metres, a benchmark 78, and a field of 12 to line up here, Hills.
4: Yeah, twice as special comes out, zero deduction here. Now This is the uh, race of one to six, Rose Hill, Caulfield, and doombit today. Using a tab account, place a fixed odds win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. Uh, so this is race six on the card. Ten dollars for Miss J Fox. Uh, Wave Rider Boy, popular all week, went up four forty. It's three fifty to three sixty this morning. Fifteen Lady Brook, Running Bear, seventeen Extra Gear, eleven. It's been soft. But it opened up at six fifty. Uh, Acapella Sun went up eight dollars, seven dollars now six dollars. It's been consistent of late. Wing is a twenty one dollar chance, eight dollars, six fifty now seven dollars. Tashi Petrol and eight dollars and solid sixty one Holy Tycoon. Prince of Pesa, uh, $8.50 and Zip On Buy at $31. Interesting race. Uh, the most popular runner is
2: Wave Rider Boy. Um, I think Extra Gear gets a solo lead here. Um, I've got Miss J. Fox going forward. Horses like Petulant and Prince Prince of Pezza can race closer only because of their draw, and likewise with Wind But Running Bear, I don't know how to approach um, her uh, first up uh, as far as the tempo is concerned. She could show some speed. So, a bit of a dog's breakfast this race. It's all over the place.
3: Yeah, it's a very interesting map, isn't it, Ron? But Wave Rider boy, if this horse had have drawn an inside gate or anywhere between four and six, what price would she be? She just needs everything to pan out, and she'll be winning. She's on the way up. She's clearly the best horse in the race, and we're only getting a price because of the draw. You can understand why, because we by now we'll see how this track is playing. If it's anywhere near even, I think she'll go right on past them. Two, six, twelve, and eight my numbers. Her win last start was sensational. Defending high jumper looked home. And hosed. Karen McEvoy got shunted back towards a fence when he was going to make a run about the 350. Still balanced her up and hit the line strongly to nail Heidebrae after narrowly missing Brudenel in a photo on a day you really wanted to be on the fence. This horse is absolutely airborne. Gate number 12, the only query is this map, but everything pans out. I think she's going to be mighty hard to beat. I'll touch on her very shortly, but Tashi's the key horse for Wave Rider Boy. If Tashi can do the same thing she did for Guevara last start and truck Wave Rider Boy right into the race and Jason Collett can keep her bottled up until those last few hundred metres gets a nice easy run into the race. I think that's the key horse for Wave Rider Boy's chances. Acapella Sun in for second. This horse is airborne of late. Monster closed last start behind Miss J Fox. I'm not too sure how I line up those form lines because Miss J Fox was flogged the start before at midweek company. Prince of Pess is racing well. Gets a nice low draw, which is key for this horse. Just keep her nice and bottled up. One quick sprint. She's racing well. And Tashi best of the rest. 2, 6, 12 and 8. Wave rider boy. Very keen to see how the track's playing by this time.
2: Yeah, uh, anything goes here. Um, I... I... I get it with wave, wave Rider Boy, normal rail and speed up front, and and uh, she'd be odds on. <laughs> uh, look, I went, she's no star, but she's just so genuine. You know what you're going to get with Principessa. Never runs a bad white race. She'll ride the inside here, and uh, Gibbons, Gibbons will ride for luck, and she should be in the finish somewhere again. I think Tarsi could be the danger, set for a peak performance with the visors on today. Yeah, wave rider boy, are we just overplaying everything with her? Uh, maybe she is big odds, uh, because the two runs back have, have been fantastic, and she's got the right form here, and she's sure to be charging late, and I i know it's only a bow desert winner, you just should put the line through it, extra gear, but he's no deal Richard Lamming, and she does find a soft lead, and i just feel that she's here to run well. She's going to find the lead and kick at some stage here. 12, 8, 2 and 5.
0: Uh, for Darren, in race number 6, 3, 12, 6 and 2. His numbers, Lady Brook on top to beat Prince of Acapella, son, in for third. And uh, she's a filly by Sebring, son. His oldest progeny uh, are three-year-olds. He's doing a, a decent job at stud, too. Uh, Sebring, son, standing there at Glenthorne Park the son of Sebring, and we're up to the quaddy legs. Race number seven is the next race we'll talk about. It's the Tab Handicap Hurls, and it's over 1,500 metres. What prices are Tab issuing up here?
4: Well, Step Aside comes out, 6 by 6 and Dolly Jane 0. Tell you what, there's been uh, good support for Charlton Lane all week. Four forty, two dollars $2 now, two fifteen this morning. Token capitalist number one is a $7 chance. It's out from four sixty. Noble Conqueror, $16. Amor Victorious, $11. Went up $15. $61. Bukad, uh, uh, Forecaster, $61. $14. Swayzeb. It's on the drift from uh, $8 on Wednesday. Similar story. Kangaroo Court six fifty out to eight fifty. Eleven to twenty one. King's Duty uh, fifty one. dollars Liangello, Navios is fifty one. And down the bottom, how good you are? It's probably been best backed. Rachel King Gay Waterhouse uh, went up fifteen dollars on Wednesday this morning. It's been eight dollars into six fifty. So uh, just getting out from even money, which seemed very short. for Charlton Lane mm. uh, two fifteen, and now how good you are? Eight dollars into six fifty.
2: Speed comes from. I think how good you are, Navios, uh, maybe token capitalist. I don't know what uh, that Amor Victorious does from that wide draw. He he was a leader last preparation, so they might press the button with him. So three or four horses that will go forward without being a real designated
3: leader. Two, four, one, and 5 for me. This is extremely short now. Chulton Lane I expect it to get back out later on towards a jump but I've got the import on top. I think he toyed with him first up at Rose Hill over the 1300 metres. A very slowly run race. Now he defeated Plundering who's very easy to tie into this race with his form lines. He's a bit, been a very consistent performer Plundering and Chilton Lane heavily backed into favourite that day. Was a good win. Brings some fairly nice form lines from Europe and especially that debut win. I don't think I've seen anything more dominant than that when he recorded over the 1,400 metres in Europe, but this horse is on the up. Money speaks all languages. He's been heavily supported from Gate 7. The query is how far he might get back, but there's good speed across the park, and I'm expecting him to be running on very strongly. 2.15 at his bottom, bottom odds, so hopefully he does get back out late. Noble Conqueror. Now, this horse is going to drive you nuts if like he has for me if you're a big fan, and $16, the key difference for him today is we're getting that price. You don't have to have much on, but if he jumped with them last start, who would have known? He's trialled up beautifully. We know he's a good horse. He's got the right setup to run well. He just has absolutely no manners in the gate, so if he can do anything right in the first couple of hundred metres, he puts himself in with a chance this afternoon, and at $16, I have to have a shilling on. Token Capitalist in for third. $7 had all the chances up front, dominating the race from the front that day. Now, host of horses coming from behind. Slightly unlucky, or maybe they didn't run out the trip. And Token Capitalist, I've got him in for third, but he's going to get no such favours here this afternoon. And a more victorious. Interesting to note the money, as Hurl's mentioned, for this horse. $11 in from 15 as Hurl's did mention. I think he's going really well. I just want to find him maybe at the midweek or slightly weaker company. But he was a good run first up, went back to the trials and hit. Hit the line well but Chilton Lane on top two four one five.
2: Yeah he could be he could be pretty good. He could be a real spring prospect, Chilton Lane. Um, when they went up four forty on Wednesday I thought well there's your bet of the day but it did no one could get on was that was off straight away. Uh, but look he as Brody said to do what he did off the slowly run race the other day at thirteen hundred was excellent and it was expected because he was rock hard in the market. And I can't see him being anything bar a couple of lengths better at 1,500 metres. Maybe he's got bias to overcome. We'll assess that later in the day we will know by this stage and Collard will know as well because I think he'll have confidence in the horse after having a ride on him. I think he'll win. Um, look, powerful Peg's already come out of that race on Wednesday. She finished than Midfield in that race and she's won in town. So I think the form's all right and uh, I think he's a, he's a good bet but not at that price but we might get better. The horse you mentioned there are more victorious. Now, I can't believe he got to $26, considering he's, he was only a length and a half behind him the other day, and he's been back to the trials with a great trial since. So there's not that much between them, and there's a massive discrepancy in the price. And you go back to his maiden at the end of last preparation, there's been five winners come out of that already. So I I'd probably want to save on him if I did back the favourite. Of the others... How good you are is dangerous. I know it's only Hawkesbury Maiden form, and some may say, well, Navios in the following race, run a second faster than how good you are, but this horse come home in 33 flat. You know, there's nothing got near that all day. He's got tremendous turn of speed, and he, he's a, being by so you think, I'm and the, uh, the market moves on him suggest that there's a good wrap on him as well. So there's, there's other options here. And Swaysev gives the impression the extra distance will suit. All in all, while, while talking up a few of the dangers, I think he, he stands alone here, 2, 5, 13 and
0: 8. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think he is a horse of the future. Uh, it's just whether the circumstances today... Uh, will play will help him. I'm I'm floored here. <laughs> I, am a, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Darren's made Noble Conqueror a special. Um, he is a glutton for punishment, our I, man.
3: I'll tell you what, because he's backing up. He backed I'm lethal on Wednesday. He's a he's a Tigers fan. Oh. He's had absolutely no luck, and he's backing up on Noble Conqueror.
0: He's worn me down, Noble Conqueror. Duffy's he's worn me down. This horse, I can't have I can't imagine having another dollar on him for the rest of his career.
2: Yeah, look, he was good first up, but uh, let's uh, have a look at him today. He should have finished closer there. and mm. uh, I think he's he's been work in progress for a while now. A talented horse with a mind of his own. Oh, has he what?
0: <laughs> I see what. Uh, so that's Darren's selection there. Uh, Noble Conqueror in, uh, what is that, uh, the seventh race on the program, and his full numbers, if you're listening on Radio 4, is a special... Uh, and uh, that is to beat two thirteen and nine. And don't forget, after ten o'clock, behind the gates, Darren will be with uh, myself, Brad Davidson, and Andrew Hurley, and we'll uh, we'll ask Darren about this. Um, is, he, is it last chance today, or what's he seeing in Noble Concrete? He's had the I'd name be de- change. I'd
2: be de- very disappointed if he's not the the pick for the behind the gates.
0: Well, that's right. We'll have to find out, Duff. We'll have Ooh. to find out. I, I I hear that the multi's been going pretty average. Hurls. Um, well,
2: you've been a part of
4: it. Don't try and <laughs> wash your hands on it completely, mate. So, um, Once yeah.
0: in the last five weeks, I've been a
4: part of it. Yes, you're right. Yeah, and income. Um, well, as I said last night on the WhatsApp, mate, so I don't care if
0: we uh, have a dividend of $2 today. We have got to get the, uh, the get
4: things back on track. But uh, we will
0: today. don't about that. Yeah, we'll be right, mate. Forms temporary, classes permanent.
4: Correct. Race
0: uh, number eight, guys. Let's uh, get to this one because uh, it's the feature today, the listed winter challenge over 1,500 metres uh talk us through the market there hurls and if you don't mind i've just seen a a text from a listener asking uh, about the previous race navios in the previous race uh at 51 dollars. that listener just curious has there been any money at all for it off that very good win at hawkesbury so i'll throw in you a bit of a curveball there mate Uh, maybe race eight first and on the back of uh back of that if you could tell us if there's been anything for navios that'd be appreciated for that listener
4: uh yep not a drama let's start with race number eight where samana is now our favorite but it's not the best back runner it's actually Barbie's fox so uh, uh dollar wise today we've got i'll oh, just uh gee this is testing my patience this morning uh let me go down the board here sabar ten dollars no change who's 18 to 60 uh, A hosier we went up as much as 51 dollars. so we have got on there well done Bonnie Ezra is an $18 chance in from $21, eight fifty to 11 long Villiers, Norwegian Bliss, 23 into 19 61 to 51 for Ian Fortune. Steely, 13 to 12 went up 15 for it. Resonate as well back this morning, five fifty to four eighty. Uh Well, it's definitely and carrot with Barbie's Fox because it's out from $5.50 to $6. It's not a huge drift, but we do uh, hold the most amount of our money in the race on it. Lady of Luxury, $21 to 18 $26 to 31 Ruby Tuesday. Samana, our favourite, three ninety to three seventy, and then we've got Travest, uh thirty one to forty one dollars. So Barbie Sparks is the best backed runner as far as that question for that previous race. I haven't written a bean for it, so I'm just can tell you uh, what is in front of me. Good, uh, nice, but uh, yep. Uh, let me just do these uh, deductions here. There ain't minimal. Brooks by two by two. 5 by 5 is Shazzy, uh, Polly Gray acquitted. Bazooka, Momac, 0. So, Barbie Fox best back, 390 to 370. however, about for Samana?
2: Yep, Resonator, Samana. Look, the two likely go forward horses. Norwegian Bliss can race closer from an inside draw today. Hosey will get a dig in the ribs. He likes to roll. And uh, nice and fresh at 1500. I wouldn't expect Sabaka to be too far away from them. But Resonator Samana, then Norwegian Bliss, Sabaka and Air.
3: 15-12, 5-8 for me. I'm glad she's got a run here. The three-off filly against the older horses, Samana. She's on the way up and that win last start. Big gaps through the field. Dominated subsequent win of Defeated that horse by about three lengths and was very impressive doing so. From gate number six, if she doesn't lead, expect her to settle nice and handy just behind the leaders and I think she's going to get every chance under the young gun, Dylan Gibbons. Barbie's Fox was a horror watch last start if you were on her. You have to back up today and Hurl's mentioned good support around the six you can understand why a 53 kilogram Zach Lloyd aboard from gate number 4 will need that pinch of luck once again, but if she gets the gap, she'll be coming hard. Long Villas. Interesting note, this horse has been a huge drifter already. I think I was shopping around 8.50 in early markets, and... Comes here third up. He's going to have the best run of his campaign here. And if he replicates anything near his five diamond runs behind Ellsberg last preparation, he's going to be in the finish. He hit the line strongly from a horror gate first up and had absolutely no luck last start. I think this horse is going quite well. Might need a little bit further. And Steely always runs a good race. 15, 12, 5 and 8, Samana on top.
2: I'm with Barbies, Fox, hoping for a bit of luck. Uh, you saw what happened in the winter stakes when she was in the market there. I had no problem with her with the extra distance, having she wanted a mile, and she only has to reproduce that run and get clear running to be very hard to hold out. I'm terrified of Sabak. Um, I don't think he came up last preparation. He's a lovely horse, and I think resuming at 1,500 adds uh, a lot of interest from me. Uh, Resonator, up in class but going well with a great racing style. And Long Villas, um, he's one of these horses that Chris gets that he tries to work out. And I think he's got him ready for a peak performance today. Um, I think his last run had a lot of merit in it. Uh, now that she's going to run here, Samana has to go in the quaddy, I get that. Uh But, uh, yeah, just that winter form to stakes level again. 12, 2, 10, and
0: 5. Let's get Darren's uh, numbers, race number 8, see what he's found. Uh, 10 on top, and that is Resonator. 13, Lady of Luxury, 12, Barbies Fox. 10, 13, 12, and 15 out of race number 8 at Rose Hill for Darren. We move now to race number 9 on the program, and it is the uh, July Sprint. Over eleven 1, hundred meters. What are they backing here, Hells? Uh, with the favourite uh, Omni Man, it's two dollars and thirty cents. Now the bopper comes out twelve by
4: eleven. Uh one 1 cent the win and ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, eight by eight, Azethus up the top. It's a seven dollars fifty chance. Seven dollars earlier, seven fifty to eight. Dragonstone, Conscript, eight fifty to nine. Gee, sweet ride. Ritz bets on it early, not necessarily today. It's 420 to 440. We went up as much as $15 for it. Omni Man was a generous price early doors. It's it $4, 240 to 230 today. Munitions 15 to 17, 151 Valiant Dream. Abelardio missed 23 to 17 and 17 out to 19 for Zani. Duff, you'd have to think Omni Man goes up in uh, distance, but uh, sorry, up in class, but uh, certainly been Anything it's taken on, it's uh, been stepping up to the mark and drops to fifty four kilos today.
2: Yep, uh, just a, it's a tougher race though. You're going from a benchmark seventy eight oh, sure, to a, sure. you know, to a, you know, a listed race sort of thing. You know, so I've seen them come done before. I, I I'm going with the. Uh, so I'll give you the speed map first. Obviously, OmniMed probably has helped a lot by Rubicatus coming out. So Omni Man strides across. Now, what kicks up underneath him here? I think a few will have a crack. I, mean, I don't think they're fast enough. Maybe Sweet Ride can race close on his day. Munitions, um, for Zaninis, Athus, they, they'll, all, they'll all be ridden with the intent to find that trailing position behind Omni Man today, who does get it quite cosily.
3: Yeah, Duff's highlighted for me the scratching of ubiquitous has made Omni-Man's task that much easier. Just needs to extend its brilliance another 100 metres but at $2.30 I'm willing to take the risk. So I wouldn't be surprised if the traders do take it on at all because I think it's rock bottom odds but as mentioned this horse is racing in brilliant form. Just needs to extend that slightly further but I'm confident he can and I think Duff highlighted it very, very well there. A lot of these horses are going to want to kick up Zethas, Sweet Ride, Conscript Munitions, Forzanini. They might want to Land nice and handy just behind Omni Man, but I can't see many wanting to take him on or wanting to sit outside the leader especially. So I think he might just pinch that few early... Sectionals there, and he might be too strong for them late. Zethus, I'll be extremely nervous late. This horse loves Rose Hill. He's won two or four over the track and trip. Gets Zach Lloyd's claim. Comes back from Flemington, and he brings a genuine listed form lines as well. Last time he did run over the eleven hundred meters, defeated Sky Command when sitting out so the lead in a good performance as well. Sweet Ride, Hurl's mentioned good support for this horse, $4.40, heavily backed, but I think it might just need one more run. But you go back through its form lines here at Rose Hill, especially. Defeated a before running third behind in secret, ran second behind Best of Bordeaux and Sajardin as well. So it brings the right form lines, was very good at Caulfield, might just need the one more run. And the fourth number for there was Dragonstone as well, but it's Dragonstone, 8174.
2: No, I'm keen on Sweet Ride. I'm keen on Sweet Ride. He has, he does have the form lines and he does have the Rose Hill 1100 metre record. Uh, so you've said it all, the form around in secret, best aboard Osa Jardin shoved off the track there in a group three, first up at Caulfield, uh, not a benchmark 78 midweek. So, well... the uh, 72 midweek at Kensington and then the Ramwick last time. But I, I, I just trust that he's got the best form here. $15 was ridiculous. He he should be $4.40. So I'm keen on him. I think Zethus has had a 42-day freshen with some strong form lines as well. And he's well placed here with a claim in a race like this. Omni man no knock except the price. He's going look. He's got a 50% winning strike route rate. He's been beautifully placed to date and gets his opportunity to step up to the mark today, and Dragonstone
3: will be running on. Seven, one, eight, and four. Very quickly, Duff, sorry to pick your brain without much notice here. Sweet ride. Um, if you've seen him in person, he doesn't look a big horse as well, so he might come to hand a lot quicker than we think, will he? Yep, and I've always been put
2: off with him. I just thought he was a little little squib as a two-year-old. I thought, well, this horse is not going to train on. He won his first start, and... I thought, well, he's won the lottery there. He won't grow or or improve at all. But he did. He's a little fella, but he's a tough little nut. And I think he may have had a... I'm sure I read he may have had a wind operation this preparation as well. So uh, they were worried with his breathing last prep and uh, if they've got that in order, geez, he's got the right credentials for a race like this.
0: Eight four eleven one for Darren. He's tipping number eight, Omni Man. Here's another one for you, Duff, to look out for in the yard uh, when he comes back. Uh, I saw Cylinder at the trials on Monday at Hawkesbury
2: yeah.
0: Boy oh boy he, um, He's some individual Was he an athletic looking two year old Or, or oh, what Because he's a bull now mate he, he is as wide as a house And just got that much power behind
2: Yeah he was always a beautiful horse mm. uh, uh, These three year olds coming back now the, these, these next three or four sets of trials Are going to be amazing yeah. uh, Looking at these horses
0: Absolutely. It will be. Really excited uh, to see how they come back. Um, it's always that puzzle duff, isn't it? We, we never know. The, the jump from two to three, it can be a quantum leap. Some do it, some don't. And particularly those, right. those slipper horses, uh, that are the early maturers, uh, sometimes they don't come back at three and, and race to the same level. But I really do think, based on what I saw physically from Cylinder, uh, on Monday, and I'm no mounting yard expert, but <laughs> Blind Freddie could see that he uh, he looked well, and he was uh, very impressive in that trial on Monday. We move now to the last. We digress, uh, but it's 1,300 meters, a benchmark 88 hurls. Uh, talk us through the market here.
4: All right, Shazzy comes out four by four, zero Fox Spider and Astero, and also handle the true Samana uh, 16 by 10. Significant deduction there. rouge two by three and Knight zero. At the top, we've got much, much better. 650 into 480. So a few of these have trimmed up. In fact, just about every runner has trimmed up, but I'll come back to the hole of the race shortly. 21, Born a King. Calino, 460. 750 this morning went up 8. Glint of Silver, 14 to 10. 34 to 23, Casino Kid. Garrison, $12 to $8. All at fifteen to eleven. Now he's Bonneville's actually joint favourite with Colino. It's five fifty to four sixty this morning. Twelve dollars King's Hair and Taj need seventeen to twelve. Well, Colino's just about the best backed runner on the card. Fair income. Everywhere you go we've been getting a tip for it. Into the Next door neighbor's dog gave me a wink and a nudge this morning. <laughs>
2: Uh, much much better. Glint of Silver Garrison. There's your three go forward horses. Tajani closer from one, and hopefully Kalino closer from three.
3: Well, I'm going to give you another wink and a nudge here, Hurls. Um, I think Kalino's on top. I think is the gamble of the day. $7.50 early was an outstanding price. I know Samana was sweating on a run in the feature, but this horse, each way all day for me, early. Now $4.60. I still think he might firm. 60 kilograms, gate number three. is going to posse just behind the speed, but the key ticks for me, Rose Hill, fresh. I think 1,300 metres might be his perfect trip. If he replicates his win first up at Randwick, when defending shows something, Coram by two and a half lengths. He powered home on a day. Not many made ground from the back of the field. A replication of that should be winning this afternoon. Should posse up behind the speed. And as we highlighted this morning in the trial segment, his trials have been fantastic. He's our Bonneval. Brings the form lines from Victoria. Interesting horse. Chad Schofield goes aboard from a low draw there. So you have to respect Bussin and Young when they travel across to Sydney. Much, much better. The beautiful grey is going to put itself on the speed. Hard to catch as always. I think it just might need the sting out of the ground a little bit more than this afternoon, but it will race very well. It will on by a nice little trial, but it might need a bit further. 4, 12, 1 and 11, the each-way gamble for me. Colino, albeit he's much shorter now.
2: Yep, uh, you can add me to the list here Kalino for me They're playing to his strengths He was good early in his prep last time So two trials are very nice So the two trials has him ready Hopefully he keeps up Gets out at the right time And it could well be all over Much, much better on speed Will give a great sight Glint of silver, if he gets across, is going to be in the numbers. And I'll throw in 10 Garrison, another on-speed runner. Uh, 4, 1, 6 and 10, i got to get a Rose Hill. So my best yeah. is race 2, number 1, Inhibitions. Race 2, number 1. Duff, you have a good day. Thanks for your
0: help throughout the course of the morning. Darren Flindell in the last event on the program. He's Calino as well. So uh, all three uh, tipsters with Kalino. 4, 1, 6 and 12, on race number 10. Recapping Duff, Duff's best, race two, number one, Inhibitions. Brody Nixon, what's your best?
3: Uh, race five. Apologies, missing the number here. Brutinelle, I'll get up the number as well. Race five, horse number two, Brutinelle, best bet of the day. Should roll forward under Tim Clark and be awfully hard to catch. Continues to firm. I'd love to get a little bit better late before the jump, but he dictates in front. Should get every chance of Colino in the last. Heavily backed and seems like it's... Might be a star thoroughbred double for Darren Flindell. Imagine yes. Noble Conqueror oh, into Kalino. Well. Imagine how much the big man's voice is going to really lift. Mate, there, could, there wouldn't be any better moments at Rose Hill in, the,
0: in recent history, I would have thought, if that occurs. Uh, Noble Conqueror getting the money into Kalino. Darren will be up and about, no doubt. Uh, Hurl's anything uh, to say as far as best back for the card and a jockey's challenge today? Yeah,
4: it's Kalino in the last, mate. So, uh, yeah, $4.60 currently. It'll be interesting to see if that price has bottomed out. Jockey's chance today at Zach Lloyd, $1.70. Jason Collett, three sixty-eight dollars Dylan Gibbons, Timmy Clark at 10 21 for Chad Schofield. Any other jockey option? 31 26 Rachel King and Brett Preble. 41 now. That jockey's uh, premiership, the Apprentices go to racing and racing extras, and it's currently Zach Lloyd a dollar eighty and Dylan Gibbons at two dollars. What, including today, we've got three meetings left, and Zach Lloyd is the favourite uh, for the jockeys' chance today and to take out the apprentice jockeys' premiership. Races one to six, Rose Hill, Caulfield and Doomban. If your horse on second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. Applies to your first fixed odds win bet. You win some, you lose more. A free and confidential information call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight.
0: It's two to
3: Dylan at the moment, isn't it?
0: Yeah, two's the gap. So he's on 72 wins. Zach's on 70.
3: Oh, this is some sort of race. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Three... What about the um, Australian jockey premiership? Let me bring that up. Now,
4: Will, uh, has Willie Pike gone to the lead now?
3: I think it's Bullock and Ormond
4: dominating. Uh, yeah, let me have a look. Yeah, Bullock's on 180, 189 and a half. Uh, Jimmy Ormond's at 188, and Willie Pike at 186. Uh, I haven't oh, wow. looked at uh, Willie Pike or Jimmy Ormond's or well, in fact all three, uh, today what they've got, but is mm. um, absolutely nothing in it. Yeah, that's a great battle. That's Paul fantastic. Bullock rode three or four yesterday, didn't he? Um yeah. was that? that yeah, I think he rode four at Scone. Yeah, he won four. Scone, was that Thursday?
0: Yeah, he won four. Every day's rolling into yeah, the assignment. July the 20, so what, that's two days ago, so that was Friday. No, good Thursday. 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 Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone there? Uh, thanks, Hurls. Chat to you in an hour for Behind the Gates. Brody, you have a good day.
3: Yeah, mate, pleasure as always.